BG Mania, a video game music podcast for June 16th, 2021, is presented by leveldowngames.com. Enjoy! Here we go again, round two. You're listening to Opening from Hole Chaser, released April 24th, 1990, composed by Masahiro Kajihara. BG Maniacs, welcome to another episode today of BG Mania Video Game Music Podcast. I, of course, am your host, Brian, and joining me on the show today, the Wednesday special, it's Frank. I think for this episode, I'm going to call myself the Hole Chaser. The Hole Chaser. <laughs> Shout out to the opening track there from uh, from from Hole Chaser. That's the, uh, the name of the game, the opening track we came in with. Uh, man, it's going to be a lot of fun today, but real quick, if you'd be so kind, head on over to Apple Podcasts or whichever app you've chosen to listen to us on and drop us a rating and a review on there to help our visibility and search results. It really does do a huge, huge part in boosting us up, so uh, please do that. Raise us up. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, no. We're, sure we're not going to get into that. We're not going to get into that. <laughs> I'll Josh Groban later on in the episode. Yeah, we'll, we'll get some of that later. Frank, today is a very special day. Not only is it my nine-year anniversary with Jessica. Happy anniversary, babe. We also are putting up two episodes of the podcast today. Keen listeners that notice uh, when we don't upload. Last week was E3, right? And I kind of ran out of time. So, Yeah. What we decided to do was hold last week's episode until I had a chance to actually get it together and just decided to, like we did a few weeks ago, anytime I guess that happens and we skip a week, we're just going to double up on the show, give you a little double dose of BG Mania. I don't know. <laughs> Let me tell you, if anything has to go, it's the media files, okay? Well, the media files is so easy to put together. Those ones are only like 20, 30 minutes long. Uh, BG Mania, I do like to put a lot of extra work into, and, and I just didn't have a ton of time to get the show edited last week. But I did get it kind of pieced together over the last couple days. This one I'll throw together here throughout the day, and then both episodes are going to post on, on June 16th. If all goes according to plan, you listened to the uh, 2012 episode a couple hours ago. And then you're listening to this one right now, which should post a couple hours later. And this one here is going to be fun, Frank, because we're focusing on music that comes from the PC-88. Now, I know we've played a lot of music from the uh, from the PC-88 before on the show, kind of in like themed episodes. I don't think ever on a radio hour. I can't think of one time where we've ever played one in a radio hour. But I know in some themed episodes, we've definitely played some of the games that were on the PC-88. We try, we try to make sure we hit every system out there. I mean, we played Gizmondo tracks if you dig deep into our <laughs> archives. That is definitely true. Um, but well, but when, you, when you look back to the PC-88, dude, this came out before you were born. 39 years ago, November 1981. How crazy is that? 
man, we got to get a Pong track out here eventually. Yeah, I know. <laughs> just, just completely predate me. But what's so awesome about these, uh, you know, the PC-88 and eventually the PC-98, they were developed by Nippon Electronic and they were super popular over in Japan, right? They were like one of the major Japanese home computers of the 80s and eventually the 90s because of the PC-98 series. Um, we have so many good, like, gems from Japanese published games kind of hidden on the PC-88. Not really hidden, but, you know, just that aren't, I guess, as common uh, on the PC-88 and the PC-98. And it was so much fun kind of going through, pouring through music and playlists and everything that I could find from the PC-88 and then narrowing that down. I think we have an excellent lineup of music today, man. And that, that really showed like a, a very diverse list too. Uh, so, so, so Hole Chaser, the opening track, tell me that's a golf game. I actually don't know. I actually have no idea. It's a it's a little it's like a, 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 anime character on the on the title screen, and that was the opening opening track. But let's see here. Hold chaser. It's, not, it's a it's a simple action game where the player must guide a rather unruly to operate UFO to the end of a maze. Well, I'm looking at it the. Uh, and there is some nudity I'm seeing in some. There is so. nudity. Yeah, I'm on. Are you on Moby Games, the same website I'm on? <laughs> <laughs> there is 100% nudity in this game. Wow, I didn't know that. Uh, I guess that makes sense with the name of the game. Anyway. <laughs> See, I was I was going for golf. I was right on the I was right on the onset. Who would have thought? <laughs> but the track itself, I liked it. It's very fun. Yeah, it's definitely, uh, it's definitely, man, I don't know what, I don't really know how to, how to really talk about the track anymore now that I know what the game's about. I, uh, I, I just, I, when I listened to it, I couldn't relate it to another game. Normally, normally I say like, sound, this sounds like this, it sounds like that. It just sounds I like the melody. Yeah. I like the melody. I really like the melody. Uh, I, I dig the sound. And I just dig that PC-88 sound, right? Anytime I think PC-88 or PC-98, a lot of times I obviously am going to think of uh, Nihon Falcom or Yuzo Koshiro, who we're going to hear a couple times today. So uh, I'm really excited to get into today's episode. Let's go ahead and kick to our first block of three tracks, and then Frank and I will be back to talk about them right after that. You're listening to Stage 3 from Armored Beast Were Dragon, released September 1989, composed by Toshiya Yamanaka.
you're listening to Angelus's theme from Angelus Akuma no Fukuin, released July 1988, composed by Koichi Sugiyama. That's right, one of his rare non-Dragon Quest compositions. listening to the cursed ship Queen Mary after disembarking from Sorcerian, released December 1987, composed by Yuzo Koshiro.
Dude, I love the baseline of that stage three track from Armored Beast Wear Dragon. It is so just, it just hits, man. It's good. I love it. It's very oddly familiar because I've never played Armored Beast Wear Dragon. Um, or I don't know that no. I've played, well, I've played, I've played Sorcerian. I've played Ease, but that's it. I've not played most of the games we're playing music from today. I just happened to fall in love with these tracks when I was putting the playlist together uh, because this one kind of came together fairly quickly because, like I said, it, it's been a hectic couple days. If you missed any of our live reactions, you can go check them out. YouTube.com forward slash Love Down Games. Uh, I, I was live for pretty much everything that happened during the Summer Game Fest in E3 this past week. But, man, this track just, it slaps, man. It's so good. It sounds like he's literally slapping the bass. Like, I know he's not because I it's... I nailed down it, what it... What it invoked me it sounds very much like sonic the hedgehog okay yeah definitely um, well, I, I just can't remember the name of the zone but it's one of the more it has a lot of pillars and green stuff in it uh so yeah there you go pillars and green stuff it could be so many things <laughs> just say that I, I trust you, i didn't narrow down for either of us um, yeah no that did that didn't help at all Hill? maybe Mar yeah Marble maybe zone. maybe maybe that's it you know what it's not, though? It doesn't sound anything like that middle track we played. I am such a fan of that, like, you know, that slow style, dude. It just, the way that it just, oh, man, it just goes. Angelus Akuma no Fukuin, which we found out uh, is Japanese for the Devil's Gospel. It seems like this is a... Uh, first of all, that's... Visual copyright. novel, right? That, that, that's copyright. The Devil's Gospel is the music of Ozzy Osbourne. And it has been... <laughs> Did you see the name of the, uh, the Level Down Games podcast this week? I, I uh, not, be actually. because because it's a solo episode. I was on there by myself. It's literally uh, Diary of a Madman, and I used a picture of Ozzy Osbourne as the, as, as the freaking cover art, dude. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah, dude, I love this band. And, and, and if it is a visual novel, which the uh, the the screenshots and everything about this that I'm seeing makes it seem. This just is so perfect music for this. This is one of the uh, the character themes, actually the theme of Angelus, and it's tragic. Like it's sad. I mean, it's yeah. somber. All, all we ever wanted was for him and Buffy to feel you know, fall in love and you know be loved forever, but you know it's just not how it worked. Was it was no. his name Angelus too? Yes, yes. Angelus is uh, the evil part of Angel. For all my Buffyverse people out there, uh, represent Holler. <laughs> You were such a big fan one. of that show. You were such still, a big fan of that show. Still am. Uh, I've actually just had to read uh, another watch through. We've actually been rewatching Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> Very different. But I love that show, dude. I can watch that all day, every day. I, Trailer I, I Park quote, Boys? It is, I, I, it is the best. I quote Ricky more than any human being should. It is the best. <laughs> And I did mention earlier we're going to hear from Yuzo Koshiro a couple times today, so why not in the first block? We had a Sorcerian track, the Cursed Ship Queen Mary, after disembarking. I love this, dude. Yuzo Koshiro is a master of this sound, of this, you know, sound chip, whatever. PC-88, PC-98, FM synth, Sega Genesis, Yuzo Koshiro, legit master at this style, dude. I love it. I love it so much. This is a really good track, man. Like, I, I knew it was going to be good when I just saw the word Sorcerian because even though I haven't played any of these games, I am familiar with Sorcerian. We've played from Sorcerian before, I'm pretty sure. We did an entire episode on Sorcerian. That's fine. <laughs> Here we go. It is, a, it is a soundtrack that I absolutely love. Um, a pre pretty good game, too. But the soundtrack, just something about Falcom, right? We, we say it all the time. Uh, Falcom music is so good, but especially early Falcom music, when Yuzo Kishiro was contributing and part of the Falcom JDK sound team, it, it just was next level stuff, man. And you're going to hear that again a little bit later on. I honestly feel like we have one of Yuzo Kishiro's best tracks that he's probably ever done on the show today, so uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to get to that. But before we do, we've got another block of three tracks coming your way. There's some really good stuff in this one here as well. I think you guys are going to really like this. Frank and I will be right back in just a bit. You're listening to Behind the Scheme from Imagical Musion Depot, Volume 2, released October 1992, composed by Akito Monden.
you're listening to Sorrow from Gaudi Barcelona no Case, released June 1st, 1989, composed by Yasunori Shiono. You're listening to Permafrost from Runeworth, Kokui no Kikushi, released July 13th, 1990, composed by Kazunori Hasegawa and Shigeru Tomita. First one we heard, Behind the Scheme from um, Imagical Musion Depot Volume 2. First of all, I love the title screen to this game, dude. You have this guy and girl dressed, I don't know if they're magicians or what. This is another game that I didn't look into at all, but I am so into this track, man. Did you look into the game? I'm doing it as we speak, um, but listening to that music, the only thing I can even equate it to would be Mega Man, but it's, it's it, but it's definitely its own thing. It's 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 Mega Man esque. I feel like this game. Okay, I found a long play of it. I think 
and I feel like it's a text adventure and the music is, I don't really know. Maybe it's just, maybe it's a music game. I'm not really sure, but the music is incredible. Not just this track, like all throughout. This might be in an actual, and man, you really can't find any information on this. Like there's one no. video on YouTube and it looks like it's all in Japanese. Uh, everything else is just the actual music from the game. Um, let's see what this video says. Even more music than in volume one. I think this is just a legit like music game. Huh? I don't really know. I don't really know, but the track is awesome. That's that's a, that much I can say. I, I never thought about that. They, they probably do have just like soundtracks you listen to. Yeah, I wonder if that's like a thing. Like if that if that ever was like you know like like a text adventure. Maybe it's just. I really don't know, man. Maybe, maybe, I really, maybe, I, it's, the, maybe it's the forerunner of Rocksmith. You never know. You never know. Rocksmith Plus. <laughs> That middle track uh, from Gaudi Barcelona Nokaze, Sorrow. You know, we had the uh, the theme of Angelus earlier that sounded kind of tragic and somber. This sounds even more sad and sorrowful than that track, man. I love how hauntingly beautiful this is. Like, do you know anything about this game at all, or? Nope. <laughs> That's what I mean, like, I, these games are all like locked landlocked to Japan, right? They they never really saw the light of day, at least to my knowledge, outside of of Japan. And I would assume this is probably another visual novel. I mean, it seems like those are pretty I'm looking at a, a thing here on yeah, YouTube of it right it's, now. It's a, it's a graphical adventure with yeah. Yeah, it looks it looks like a graphical adventure. Um yeah, that's pretty much it. A little bit walking around here and there. But uh you know you think I bet, back, you, I bet you this game takes place in Spain though. Well, probably Barcelona. Yeah, but Smart. but you think back you think back during like the PC eighty eight era. Like I said, this this came out in nineteen eighty one, but the games weren't coming out in nineteen eighty one, right? But like they still were coming out on that machine that came out in uh, in nineteen eighty one. They're they're really gonna you know they're not gonna push much out of that. This is probably the top of the line of what it was able to achieve, and that's pretty freaking good in my opinion. Like. The music is incredible for be for being early CD music or early like it's not CD music, but for being early PC music. I know it's a PC 88, not really like a PC like we think PC now, but it's fairly good. E incredible. Actually, it's incredible for I, what I, it is. I had a little fun fact on this one. The music director is Masaki Uno, who did all the Mario sports games for this particular game for the game the musical director not the composer just the director right right because the the composer was yasunori shiono um who uh actually frank was part of the uh lufia 2 rise of the sinistral soundtrack that's the composer for that one yeah maybe one day yeah, he's he's the the famed composer from uh, Lufia. Oh man, we've played so much of his stuff from that soundtrack. <laughs> Rivaled only by Portal, I think. Maybe I don't know. And then the last track we had in there, Permafrost from Runeworth, Kokui no Kikoshi. I guess is is how you pronounce you that. Kokui no Kikoshi. I wonder what that one is. Let's see if we can find out what this game is about. Because again, this is another game I have no idea. It's, it's, it's RPG. Is it like is it an actual like RPG, RPG yeah. or is it um is it like a one where oh I see a little screenshots here. Doesn't look terrible. Looks better than uh I don't know walking around a text adventure. Agony. Agony. Oh hell, I mean Agony's a recent game. <laughs> Oh, man. I like how fun this is, dude. This is a groovy, funky track. Um, one of the stronger soundtracks I think I was able to find from the PC-88 and one that I was not familiar with before I started digging around for different soundtracks coming out of the PC-88 era. So I like this find. I really dig this one a lot. This was a good track. I had a lot of fun. I definitely co-signed on that one there, but... uh. What else we got, Brian? Well, I mentioned earlier that we had a track coming up from Yuzo Koshiro that I think might just be one of his best. And we've got another track coming up again in the next block. But that's it. We got a lot of Yuzo Koshiro today. But that's just because he was he's such a freaking genius on the PC-88, PC-98, whatever you whatever you put him on, he's a genius. It doesn't matter. He's still a genius today. But uh, the middle track, I think, probably is one of my favorite tracks he's ever done. So let's kick to this block, and then we'll be right back to discuss them right after. 
you're listening to Mission 3 from Firehawk, released October 1990, composed by Hiromi Oba, Tadashi Shimayama, and Masahiko Yoshimura. Kyle, and one day you can be too. Every Friday, I host what is soon to be your favorite podcast, The Media Files. Me and one of my best friends talk about pop culture happening so that you don't look like an uncultured swine during those boring water cooler conversations. Laughs are shared, tears are cried, and sometimes we have really interesting special guests that you might be familiar with. Download The Media Files wherever you download podcasts, and remember, be kind, be honest, and we'll see you later. You're listening to I'll Save You All My Justice from The Scheme, released August 1988, composed by Yuzo Kashiro.
You're listening to Pipe Area from Revolter, released sometime in 1988, composed by Hitoshi Sakimoto. you played that first game <laughs> firehawk it's not a bad game uh it's a it's a, it's a helicopter game where you're just killing drug dealers and that's pretty fun what did you play it on i want to say nas I, I, I don't quote me you can fact check me later on but i think it's one of those funky looking like it's, it's not an official cart one of those like um like america carts hmm. so it's like silver or gold or something like that but it's i, I i'm like 99 sure i played this game i love the soundtrack dude this this particular song is so good it's done by masahiko yashimori and masakuni mitsuhashi i didn't look them up to see like what else they've done but this just freaking rocks, man. It doesn't look like Masakuni Mitsuhashi did music for Sylphid. Um, and then let's see, Masahiko Yoshimura. Let's see here, Shining Force and Shining in the Darkness. That was it. So these guys really didn't do much. It's okay. The, the, the other two tracks were my heavy hitters, so. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's just so fun that, like, this one is is so... And, and it's I guess it's fitting that you've played this game because it's a very frank type of track as well. Very rocking, very heavy. Uh, I don't whoa, know, dude. Whoa, 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 whoa. It's audio podcast. You mean, like, heavy and heavy <laughs> more, right? <laughs> Like, yeah, like heavy metal. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Not like okay. heavy okay. as in the, the COVID weight that, you know, you, you know, all that stuff. <laughs> oh, that's it, man. COVID killed that diet. <laughs> we were doing so good. You used to eat nothing but salad and tuna. 
Yeah, not anymore. I had so much pizza. <laughs> so much pizza. Not only that, homemade pizza. Oh, man. And you guys make good pizza, so you probably threw down quite a bit. I, mi- I missed it. It's so good. That middle track, though, I missed that, man. Yuzo Kashiro bringing the stellar to the episode, man, from the scheme. I'll save you all my justice. I love that. I absolutely love that, dude. He is a master composer. You can't tell me that's not great. Who's better than Yuzo Kashiro? No one. Brian Cage. Who can stop the path of Kashiro? <laughs> Oh, man, I freaking love this track, dude. About 30 seconds, 40 seconds in when it starts getting super fast. And it, it just keeps going, man. This it's is such an epic piece. It is such an epic piece of music. Yeah, such an epic piece, man. So good. The entire soundtrack to the scheme is actually really good as well. But this is just a standout track that, my God. It really shows how good Yuzo Kashiro is. It really, really does. But you mentioned another heavy hitter, man, and, and I was glad that I was able to find something on PC-88 like this from Revolter, the pipe area, uh, done by Hitoshi Sakamoto, someone that we've talked about so many times here on the show. Final Fantasy Tactics, Final Fantasy Twelve. Man, we've talked about him so uh, he's actually, uh, he, he composed for that Astria Ascending, um, you know, still going in the industry and still doing amazing things, man. Like, it's so cool to hear he's, this. He's even composed this was his f- Absolutely. But Revolter was his first ever game. Was it? That's cool. Yeah. Back in 1988, this was the first game he ever worked on. Uh, he, he did so with Masuharu Iwata who, you know, we know from so many crazy games as well, like Shadow Hearts, Ogre Battle. He's still out there as well. He just did Caravan Stories in 2017. But, um, you know, another celebrated composer that's done so many JRPGs and Japanese games. And Tekken um, 6. Don't forget Tekken 6. Well, I did Tekken 6 as well, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, man, super cool that this was his first game. And you mentioned when we were kind of listening to it there during the break, how this could fit in like any 80s action movie. And and I totally get that, man. Uh, this is just, I, I've never played Revolter. Pipe area, I'm, you know, I, I'm obviously thinking Mario, but I know that's not what it's from. <laughs> but so dope, dude. This track just rocks. Man, it's crazy. I, we say this all the time. Like, all the good music that's on these older games that we've never heard of or, or, or just, like, forgotten, it's so important to preserve this stuff. And that's why I like doing the show, too, and that's why I'm glad you're back on the show. And, you know, we're doing themed episodes like this again and kind of getting I'm back a, to normal histo- for... I'm going to add historian to my Twitter bio. I mean, I just... Yeah, <laughs> historian? So that's... Yeah, BG Mania's made us historians. We are... Uh, uh, preservationists. <laughs> Some might this, say... I'm doing, this, I'm doing this for free, so maybe this is like philanthropy as well. Philanthropy? You know, maybe a little bit of archaeology in there, digging up the past. Uh, yeah. yeah, you, yeah I got in trouble for that, though. Did you? Uh, they, 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 they dropped all the vandalism charges. They, they gave me criminal trespass. They didn't hit me with a necrophilia. They figured it was all just, you know, understand. <laughs> Moving on to the last block of music that we're going to play from today. Uh, how about another Yuzo Kashiro track to kick off the block and then some other excellent stuff after that. And then Frank will be back to close out this episode of excellent PC-88 music right after this. You're listening to To Make the End of Battle from Ease 1 and 2 Chronicles. Released December 21st, 1989, composed by Yuzo Kashiro.
You're listening to Flash of Sword from Valis the Phantasm Soldier, released in December of 1986, composed by Shinobu Ogawa. listening to opening number two from Dios, released sometime in 1989, Composer Unknown. Man, the last time we're going to hear Yuzo Koshiro today, but man, I would have been sad if I didn't include something from Ease on the show because, you know, Ease, I think, really is so synonymous with that PC-88 sound and getting to play another track from 1 and 2 Chronicles. I love this. It's such a great battle theme, dude. It's such a great battle theme. Even if I didn't know the name of the title, I, I said, this definitely sounds like a battle theme. Like, not even a question. Yeah. Why, why Absol- is that Absolutely. Music? Lies. Yeah. Okay. Is it, uh, is it yes, nine? Okay, Dan. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, we've had some fun on the OLDG podcast in the past. But yeah, man, I'm so glad that we were able to, you know, you know, three of our 14 composers today use Okashiro picks. I, I love it, dude. I absolutely love it. He, he's so good. He's so good. Every time we play something from him, I always say that he is still my favorite composer of all time to this day. Um, 
I love this track. And I love Ease. I absolutely love Ease. You know, just having recently finished Ease 9 Monster Knox earlier this year. I know we're not going to get anything new from that for a couple more years now, but I still love it. I love Ease. The music is so or, good. I, I knew Ease will be out before the new uh, Elder Scrolls. Uh, that's probably true. That's absolutely... I, I guarantee Ease 10 releases before the Elder Scrolls 6. I actually guarantee that. I say both in Japan and English, East 10 releases before Elder Scrolls 6. Hell, the way things are going, 11. <laughs> That's also a possibility. <laughs> and you know what? I'm convinced Elder Scrolls is being written by George R. R. Martin. Did you see that there was um, a theory because of picture floating around from the Starfield trailer that was showcased during the Microsoft and Xbox showcase on Sunday, one of the like scratches or like dents on the spaceship looks identical to Hammerfall or whatever it's called. Oh, you think it's some kind of crossover? So that so they're thinking no, they're thinking that's just a tease for the location of Elder Scrolls Six. Mm. They're they're thinking that's what that is. <laughs> So at least maybe we uh, maybe we know where know where we're going, but yeah, we're not gonna play it still till. So I'm so not getting dragons in space. Okay. Yeah, probably not. Probably not. Probably not. That middle track, Valis the Phantasm Soldiers, the game Flash of the Sword, uh, Flash of the Sword. Sorry, the name of the uh, the track. I actually love that I ended up picking this for the playlist today because just 17 hours ago, kind of during like all the E3 stuff, it was announced that uh, a company over in Japan called Edia is going to bring the first three titles in this franchise to the Nintendo Switch. And they're going to be holding a crowdfunding session to support the development of the ports on the uh, on the games. I don't know if they'll ever come out in English. Of course, they're going to be released in Japan. They're doing it on the Japanese crowdfunding site Makuaki or whatever, however you pronounce that. Kickstart my heart. Oh, man. Kickstart my heart, baby. Uh, I would love to see these classic games get kind of localized into English. Um, I think that they did get them back in the day on like the Sega Genesis or something like that. But it would be cool to play through these classic games again. I, I do hope that if this collection does meet its goal whenever it hits crowdfunding in Japan, I'd love to see it released worldwide. I think that'd be really cool. In 2021, there shouldn't be Japanese and English exclusive games. Uh, you know. And it's and it's largely been diminished, right? We don't see it that often anymore. Everything kind of is worldwide release now. Look at um, Shimagami Tensei Five. That is not in you know Persona. That is synonymous with usually releasing in Japan first. Now they kind of release simultaneously worldwide because they're just as popular here as they are in Japan, if not more so. Well, gamers, come on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that last track we played there from Dios opening two. I love this dude. I know nothing about Dios. Um, the, the, um, he was a rainbow in the dark. Hold the no, that was Dio. Uh, the, like the cover art or whatever for this game. It says it's an action role playing game. But like the, it's got a mouth with tentacles coming out of it and some razor sharp teeth. It looks like it could have some horror elements or spooky elements or something. And I get that with the track a little bit as well. It does have that vibe, but it's still rocking. It's still good. I could, you know, this maybe uh, maybe like Doc and Dream Warrior, Nightmare on Elm Street type of. Uh, type of a vibe not as slow but still as good you know what i mean that's right 2021 dying docking we made you relevant again i well i was rocking my nightmare on elm street shirt during my uh one of my streams this past weekend for the for e3 <laughs> i think i i don't know i think i wore it on sunday i don't remember what day i wore it on um i don't forget back and check the videos is docking not doing anything i think they're on tour or they are gonna be. I think they're still around. I don't think George Lynch is in the band anymore, but I think Don Dawkins is still trying to hold Dawkins together. <laughs> what a great band Dawkins was back in the day, dude. They weren't bad. They were amazing back in the day. Like back when PC88 was relevant, Dawkins was amazing. 
like they were unstoppable in the early and mid 80s they kind of started losing some fame when the hair metal scene really took off but oh and, then that guy, and, and then that guy from Seattle when his little band went and ruined rock and roll for everyone <laughs> grunge is great what are you talking about although I do like hair metal better uh, Frank we're gonna close out with something special we're closing out with a Hideo Kojima game that's right Kojima released a game on the PC88 under Konami um, Snatcher. Snatcher kind of released everywhere. It first hit PC88 November 26, 1988, but then it would also see releases on the MSX2, PC Engine, uh, Sega CD, Sony PlayStation, and Sega Saturn, but it's never been localized in English. This is a, like, graphic adventure, not point-and-click, more or less another, uh, I guess, text adventure, but it's got high remarks, dude. Just looking at the uh, reception on Wikipedia, because it's the best place to get a kind of general idea since the game came out so long ago. The Sega CD version, dude, it got like 85, 90, 94, 92. Somebody gave it a 6 out of 10, but generally 80s and 90s, and that's pretty good for a game like this. And again, it looks like there might be some nudity. So, I don't want to play the Virtual Boy version. Is there a Virtual Boy version? Uh, fans were like experimenting with porting the game, and uh, there's like a demo on the Virtual Boy. This is done. Wow, that's crazy! It's crazy that we have a Kojima game on the episode today too. I think that's so much fun that we were able to find something that uh, that Hideo Kojima worked on that has some excellent music and that we're able to use to close out the show. What a fun show this was, man. I'm glad we got to do this. Uh, you, you know, going back and just playing music from one particular platform like this, you know, again, I don't have a ton of experience with the PC-88 or the PC-98 because they were primarily Japanese things, even though I think variations of them did release in other territories and countries, and I'm sure we had these floating around in the U.S., but I never touched one. Uh, I think these were bigger in Japan and Europe. Like, they were like Europe That's what I mean, definitely. PC Engine and all stuff. Yeah. yeah, but here, you know, when I first started messing around with PCs and elementary school in the in the mid 90s they were apple more or less and when i first got my own it was a freaking uh hewlett packard or packard bell <laughs> was it a pc 88 or a pc 98 that's for sure my first pc game i died of dysentery Ah, Oregon Trail, yeah, definitely, yeah, De definitely. Oh, man, what a fun episode. But, Frank, I think that is going to bring us to the close of this one, unless you have anything else you want to mention before we get on out of here. I think we said it all. I won't even make the Snatcher joke. It's <laughs> unfortunately going to bring us to the close of the show for this week. We want to thank you for sticking with us and listening to another episode of BG Media, made possible, of course, by LevelDownGames.com. Don't forget to submit tracks, ideas, and requests for future episodes to BG Media at LevelDownGames.com. Regardless of the podcast service you're listening through, be sure to show your support by leaving a rating and a review, especially if you're listening through Apple Podcasts. We'd also be grateful if you could drop on over to our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash living on games and subscribe to us there. Make sure you catch all those VODs from E3. Dude, the video has been doing quite well over the past couple days. People are definitely checking out the reaction videos. I'm enjoying that. I've noticed people actually subscribing. That's been nice as well. If you've yet to do that, make yeah, sure so you go check us out on YouTube. Uh, chat, yeah. So good thing a lot of new faces in chat a lot of new faces in discord um if you're not in our discord server you can check the description of the podcast wherever you're listening to us on and uh make sure you jump into our discord server and while you're at it hit up twitch.tv forward slash level down games and subscribe to us there stalking us on social media is pretty acceptable twitter instagram and facebook would be the place to do so again when you're checking that description box for the discord link you can see all the actual social media links as well Taking us out of this episode, we're going to be taking a listen to Faded Memories from Snatcher, released November 26th, 1988, composed by Masahiro Akariko. Keep the music playing and keep it loud.